Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another SLG Meetup, your host Alvaro, to bring you another exciting guest. Now, this time we're going to be going all the way to Tampa, which is one of our neighbor cities here in Miami. And for that, we're going to have Tenille Moore, who is a very successful real estate agent and also Netflix star in the TV show Selling Tampa. She's going to tell us all about the insights and trends when it comes to luxury real estate in Tampa, as well as the behind the scenes on TV shows like Selling Tampa and the impact that it has had in her personal and professional career. So stay tuned because this is going to be a good one. I wanted to first of all congratulate you on everything that you've been doing and super excited to see how, you know, now you're building your own team and the whole, you know, journey for you as a real estate agent, it keeps on improving. So since I see you in, in the TV show, so tell us a little bit about you for those that don't know you or haven't seen the show, Selling Tampa. Oh. Okay, so I'm a realtor in real life, and also I've been on Netflix selling Tampa. I've been doing real estate for three years. Um, December 4th was my anniversary. And before then, I worked for the Florida Senate for 17 years. Wow. So I already had negotiating contracts under my belt. So moving into real estate was going to be easy. So what made you trigger and say, like, real estate? Let's go. Because I went into real estate because I really wanted to work for myself mm -hmm. and I wanted to make more money. And <laughs> you see it all the time. The easiest way to make money and the quickest way to become like a millionaire is through real estate, mm -hmm. property, selling property, obtaining property. Just you can get money doing real estate. <laughs> no, I mean, look, real estate is a great vehicle mm -hmm. for attaining that financial wealth and freedom yes. as you said it you know you work for yourself regardless of you being at a brokerage or starting your own you mm -hmm. still have the freedom to do it on your own terms so yes. tell us a little bit about that process because obviously transitioning to real estate three years ago and all of a sudden landing in a tv show and all the things that you've been doing with your personal brand and you know achieving certain level of success in a very saturated market because we're not talking about an industry that nobody wants to get into everybody yeah. wants to get into for similar reasons but tell us how do you, did you really land into this opportunity of being on tv and how it helped you excel in your career well my broker sherelle she really wasn't looking into getting any new agents at this time when i became a realtor and to tell you the truth just about every market you get in is saturated, but you have to find your niche and you have to be motivated and grind. You have to use your fear. It just has to be what you have in you. Cause I mean, it was tons of relatives before me since the show, it's a hundred realtors came in. So, I mean, you just really have to find your own niche and you have to put more work into working for yourself as a realtor than you would work for someone else. Right. And I really like that part, but we will also touch in terms of the personality, the authenticity, mm -hmm. because obviously you need to be built to a certain capacity to be in front of a camera and perform under pressure and do the things that you do in real life. So I think how, how do you handle that? Being myself, being true to who I am, because then I don't have to act because I'm not an actress. I didn't sign up for this. I didn't one day say, oh, I want to be a reality star on Netflix. <laughs> I truly was ready to get out of politics, wanted to do something different, wanted to be a realtor. And then I got my license December 4th and was signed with a contract 
with Netflix the following year in March. So things just happen. You know, it's just destined for me to be a real tone necklace, I guess. Did you ever manifest it? Like, did you ever envision that? Or it just came in like that? If I can say, I was really, I don't want to get it like churchy, but I was praying to God to leave the state. And I was like, God, just, just, I, I'm supposed to be doing something different. This is not my life. Mm -hmm. Politics isn't for me. I don't like the lying. I don't like the, you know, everything that has to do with politics wasn't for me. And so I really only prayed to pass the test and God just blessed me bountiful, like just more than I even asked for. Yeah, and it opened up all these different opportunities that, you know, you keep on taking. Yes. It's about taking those chances. You mm -hmm. might see the opportunity, but if you don't take it, then you might just pass them. That's it. Yes. <laughs> Nothing happened. Let me ask you about the current trends. Like, what's going on with Tampa? I mean, we come out of a really difficult situation with the hurricane, and a lot of things have been going on. So what's the current situation, especially in the luxury market in Tampa at the moment? Well, Tampa... In Florida, period, is always going to be a hot spot. I mean, we'll feel the the um, anything that you see in the news will affect Tampa and Florida last because we're the vacation destination. When you see on movies, people work hard all they like to retire in Florida, so we really never feel it that bad as people say we do, but. It's slowing down because houses are on the market maybe like 60 days to 90 days, which is longer when it was like three weeks, you would be under contract. Yeah. And I've seen like at least hundreds to a thousand homes do like a price um, decrease okay. or price reduction, or we'll call it price improvement. Depends on what side of the aisle you're on. Well, yeah, I mean, we've seen a lot of the sellers, you know, thinking that those prices will continue up. It's like, oh, I'll just put it out no. there and see what happens. However, we've experienced that, you know, sometimes marketing it at a really, really high price is not going to help you in the long term because nobody wants to really play that catch-up game of reducing yeah. the... Mm -hmm. so it's, uh, now and you want it to be a win-win on both sides. Right. You don't want to, like, you want to be able to negotiate. So mm -hmm. you want them to be able to reduce it to a comfortable spot for them and be okay for the buyer to buy it. Right. So tell me a little bit about how you think is the most effective way that you've been marketing these homes and not just the properties, but also yourself, because marketing is everything in this industry. I think social media is big. You got to know your audience mm -hmm. and you have to stay connected to people. You just can't reach out one time. I'm big on marketing. I will, I have bus um, stop signs. I'll put a sign anywhere. Like, I will nice. sell, you know, I sell property. It's nothing like really too small because not only am I a luxury agent and I love selling luxury homes, I like to give any client of mine luxury service. So not only do I sell like million dollar homes, but I like to sell like, I'll sell a $400,000, $300,000 home. But mm -hmm. I just give you, just treat you the same as if I was treating a millionaire. Right, 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 right. I like that. I like that. Now talking about the word luxury, right? Like it comes in so many different shapes and exactly. forms and, and feelings. And so what is really luxury to you? I, I think it's, it's a preference because someone like in my area, they could like go to Y Mama, find a nice piece of land, build a huge house and, you know, get cattle. And that's luxury for them. 
you know, it's all you have to just learn your customer and listen to your customer, and then you'll know what is luxury for them. Right, because it varies so much, right? So mm -hmm. it's about really what sparks that person. Inside. Yeah, you can have someone who wants a condo, two a two bedroom, something small, high rise. That's luxury, and you want someone who wants a lot of land. That's luxury. So mm -hmm. absolutely. Now, Tenille, tell me about you know in all these years and not just in real estate, but in your professional career, what's been one of the biggest difficulties that you've had to face and what did you learn from it? That's a hard one. I don't think anything's difficult. I just take everything as a lesson. So I can't, I don't know. Um, some people get attached to their homes in real estate. Like they'll put up a purple wall and put certain color tiles and you're like, yeah, but you don't want to tell them that it's like you love it, but the ninety percent of the world does it. So it's kind of you know to get people to see the value What's really, of their uh, homes yeah. when, especially if they stay like raise their kids in their homes and stuff. That's been the hardest part to like try to convince someone to see I the see. actual market value instead of the sentimental value that they have. That's right, what, and that's a, that, that's the a good point. That's a good point because sometimes when you're dealing with those property owners, they get too attached to what they build, you know, yeah, so to tell them, look, priceless, but the market said it's right, right. No, not, absolutely. Not so those type, those type of conversations. So that's how you learn also how to deal with these type of scenarios. Yes. Now I, I wanted to ask you, you know, in regards to, um, and this is something more personal, mm -hmm. what is something that you really love doing in Tampa? Mm, what I love really doing. I love networking. I love going out. You can get a little of everything in Tampa. We can go to um, football games, even though we're doing terrible. But you can go to hockey. You can go downtown. You can have great food. You got Ebor. You got breweries. You got cigar bars. You have like a little everything. I just, it's a good place. It's not Amazing. like busy as Miami, but it's not slow. So then you have. Keeps you moving. Um, Clearwater Beach, St. Pete Beach. You just got a little everything. Mm -hmm. I love it. I need to go make a visit. Yeah, over there. Tampa. Make sure I'm your realtor. Yeah, sounds <laughs> good. I'll, I'll definitely make sure to, to say hello once mm -hmm. I'm there. And, you know, I wanted to thank you because I know you're super busy and right now we're in a high season. So yeah. I wanted to thank you for, for being here today. And Thanks for the invite. To, no, of course. And just to Wrap it up. I just wanted to ask you this question just to uplift everybody watching or listening, whether now or later. What is one thing that you would love to share with the audience as a big takeaway? What's the one thing, big takeaway? Just follow your dreams because this is like my second career. Well, I'm sort of a serial entrepreneur, but <laughs> just follow your dreams. Don't let people tell you what you can't do. People don't have your vision. So just, you know, go with what you love. Even mm -hmm. if you know it's a hobby or anything, just don't let anyone detour you for something that you want to do. I love it. I, I love it. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Especially now, this time of the year, it's a good time to, you yeah. know, rekindle that resolution. That do it. Absolutely. Well, Tanil, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. And I wish you nothing but the best. And if you also come to Miami, please let me know. Yes. Oh, I'll be in Miami sooner than you think. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Looking forward to that. <laughs> Amazing.
Well, thank you so much, and we'll speak very soon, okay? All right. All right. Thank you. Bye. Happy holidays. Yeah, Bye. Happy holidays. And thanks again for everybody tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it. And remember, embrace each beautiful success in life. My name is Alvaro, and I'll see you next time.